Can I Steal You for a Second, a Bachelor Nation podcast, hosted by Ashley Young, Shay Corrigan, and Natalie Zamora. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second. As always, I'm Ashley Young, joined by Shay Corrigan, Natalie Zamora. We are in the midst of an election, but we are still tuned in to The Bachelorette tonight. Don't you worry. While the rest of you were doom scrolling on Twitter, we were tweeting about The Bachelorette, and the day is finally here. Claire is gone. I spoiled the end of the episode, but we do have a lot to talk about. And it's the moment we've been waiting for since the rumors all summer, you know, this weird, wacky Bachelorette season. Um, How do you guys feel now that it's happened? Like every week I was tuning in with this anticipation and pairing that with the election of this like waiting. (laughs) I'm an impatient person, so I know I feel relieved. How are you guys feeling that it finally happened? I, well, first I have to say, I, I wish I was a bigger and better person than this, but the petty part of me is like, if we're going to have to sit through like a four day election, I'm like a little bit glad that it's sealing the thunder of Claire's like big night and big Friday morning where it's like, if there's one thing we know about her through these past episodes, it's like, she, she likes, she knows what she wants and she like needs to be, you know, the center of attention if you're not jumping up. Mm-hmm. to watch um or to like you know seal her for a second like she's gonna have uh, a mini uh meltdown and <laughs> to know that you know bachelor nation itself was divided like i think almost all of us had like multiple screens going on half mm-hmm. the live tweets about her were like jokes about nevada like it was just mm-hmm. i don't know part of me was like this is like a little bit karma um <laughs> but to that end i i am optimistic the election will be decided soon and I am ecstatic that her story is over too so (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm super relieved I also feel like part of me is I just feel so conflicted because of the election like I'm like all right I'm not relieved because it's not over yet and I'm like wait okay Claire's over I can forget about that it's over and I still do not have peace of mind right now but I, yeah, I'm relieved. I mean, and like, I'm now that she's gone, I'm like, all right, I'm happy for you. Good. You're, you're great. Go ahead. Um, and I'm excited for Tasha. All right. Like, yeah, you I like, like each other. You seem to be in love. You seem to be happy. Whatever. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us to our dramatic TV show. Yeah. That's how I felt the whole episode when she was talking to Chris Harrison, too. I was like, okay, I'm happy for you. This is fine. But just, just leave then. Just go. It's fine. Like, we accept it. You're in love. It's cute. Leave, though. That's not why we're here. I have never related to Harrison more than when he was first sort of, like, asking her about, like, how was the night before? <laughs> and then her being like, I told him I loved him. He was like, and did he love you? And yeah. yeah and he's like, did he say that, though? And, like, <laughs> it was, yeah. oh, man, it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean... Chris Harrison, he's been around a minute. He's seen these relationships come and go. I don't know if I've seen that like suspicious side of him. Usually he's the one kind of pushing the bachelor narrative, like convincing us everyone's here for the right reasons. And when he said, did he say he loved you? It was, I think like all of America being, just watching Claire have this like very youthful optimism about Dale and how much they're in love. And it was really, really, I needed that laugh, Chris Harrison. So thank you. Thank you for that. 
Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about that night they spend together because the episode opens up. Claire makes it clear to Chris Harrison she's in love with Dale. So they cancel the rose ceremony, they cancel the cocktail party, and she just has this like one-on-one night with Dale. Again, did we need to see it? We kind of like know what's going on. We know they're in love, but they spend this night together. And when you guys saw her go off with Claire, or with off with Dale, I thought that's when we were going to see the house riot. If you were in this house and you, everything gets canceled, your chance to like see your, you know, potential girlfriend or whatever is ripped from you. Didn't you find it a little strange that they were kind of like, whatever, like Dale's gone, Claire's gone, everything's canceled, but we're just, we'll hang out at the house. Yeah, I also think that there was kind of this sense of like, oh, maybe they're kicking Dale out at first because Chris was like, all right, these things are canceled. Dale, can I speak to you for a sec? Like, it was very, like, ominous. Like, obviously, we know what's going on, but I feel like some of the guys might have been so just oblivious to the situation that they're like, oh, is he get- is he leaving? Like, is he getting kicked out for some reason? Yeah, it was one of those things where I was immediately like suspicious of the timing of it all. Because, like, they were in that that period, at least, like, from the clips we saw, of, like, suspended confusion for, like, 12 hours. And it's yeah. like, there's no way you guys are that confused. Like, that, like, A, like, the resort is not that big. Like, mm-hmm. and then the next morning, they're like, well, he's been gone all night. Like, I hope, like, I wonder what, like, what do you think is going on? Like, <laughs> It was just a lot of just like I, and then they were they were talking about like even once they were sort of like they had still not returned and they were like I wonder what's gonna happen like I feel like you guys like put two and two together here man like yeah if if this wasn't gonna be you know resolved with just the two of them like they probably wouldn't have been given like you know twenty four uninterrupted hours together or whatever it was I have a questions about the timeline like between you know the nail technician for the pedicures being quarantined or not quarantined and then Dale going MIA I know there's some like producer magic involved in the bachelorette but some of these timelines just feel weird to me like are these men just left clueless three doors down from where Claire's hooking up with Dale I don't I don't understand the timeline and just kind of the storyline but I'm buying into it I'm trying my best to do that we're trying we're trying so you know um I think after that though when they're in love we'll use air quotes on the podcast (laughs) but they're in love and they start talking about their parents and we know that Claire has parents that she's idolized and has experienced loss and I guess Dale has had similar experiences in his life um I thought it was a little interesting how heavily they played into the parent conversation Mm-hmm. Um, I know we tune in for the drama, but what was your take on that that dynamic? Because it went on for a long time. Yeah, I thought that, it, I do think that they're cute. So I thought, you know, there's a sweetness to it. It felt kind of odd just for them to be like, oh, that happened to me. Oh, like your your pet, your dad hitchhiked, my dad did too. Like it was so like, and she was like, wait, your dad, your dad did too? And he was like, yeah. And it was just like, that's not really like a normal thing. It was very like, oh, that happened to me too. And then kind of like Claire jumping in to like interrupt Dale to be like, oh, that happened too. Like it was, it was cute, but also it just felt kind of forced. I am fine with that. It reminded me of the beginning of Pete's season when he kept being like, like my parents have this like really admirable relationship. And like, I like really been looking for like a partnership like that or whatever. So I, I think they sort of like, oh, like they both hitchhiked or like they had similar arcs. 
that wasn't that weird to me. Like that seemed like, hmm, okay, like kind of cute and serendipitous or whatever. <laughs> what got me or like raised an eyebrow for me was when Chris Harrison said that Claire specifically went on the show looking for a man that reminded her of her dad. Mm-hmm. That's where I draw the <laughs> parental goals line. <laughs> There's like psychology, I think, behind that, that people look for partners that like emulate relationships they admire. But it like I'm with Shay one too many times. She's like, Dale, you really remind me of my dad. Like well, I see my dad in you. It's like, are you trying to date your dad? What is going on here? It was one too many times. Yeah, well, I'd say I feel like there are two different, you're referring to like two different psychological things of like emulating a relationship you see is different than like the Oedipal or Electra complex, which is like a different psychological thing. <laughs> yeah. Which she feels a little bit closer to, but I don't want to slander her, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know Shay wants to keep going when she reaches for her tea and is like, oh, I'll just take a sip. I'll slow yeah. down. I'll take a yeah. sip. I'll stop myself before, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, Shay, you know, DMing me or messaging me during the show is different than Shay on the podcast. So we'll get there. <laughs> so you, you uh, do coach me up or down where I'll say, I, I'll be really annoyed about someone or something. And I'll, be, I'll either be like, I like, I need to talk about this or complain about this on the podcast. Or I'll be like, oh, I can't. And then you'll like, do it. And I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're an easy sell. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah so you know she they're cute i know natalie you are more into the the dale claire dynamic than maybe myself or some other people (laughs) um but i do have a question because i think they aesthetically they're both they're stunning yeah they look fun enough but i haven't seen like a conversation between them where they're that chemistry that claire is all in on yeah i can see it through conversations they've had um am i wrong like, can you, is there moments where you've seen that between them where you see this lasting a long time? Not really. Like, they're definitely, <laughs> yeah, like you said, like, the, I think that Dale's just, like, you know, cute and charming. Um, And I think they're cute together. Like, they just started dating and they're a cute couple type of thing. And I feel like they have, like, obviously they're interested in each other, so they have cute conversations. But it's nothing that you would be like, oh, those two are in love, you know, like, it seems like a good start of a relationship, but not being engaged. And then they also went from like, I'm falling in love with you. Like I'm starting to fall in love with the process, whatever, to the next day. All right, engaged and I love you. Like, no, I did not buy that at all. I, would, I can't believe it happened. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that because we know everything happens at like warp speed on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And it was very bizarre that she went from I'm leaving this competition with Dale to Chris Harrison pulling him aside like literally yanking him aside Mm -hmm. FaceTiming the ring guy and being like (laughs) we need it today again timing the timing of the show I'm not quite understanding everything's delayed because of COVID we know this um but you know they kind of pulled Dale aside and I didn't think he was going to go through with it I think I fell victim to the producers um were you guys impressed with how quickly that kind of came to be because I was a little flustered I was it looked like um it looked like Chris Harrison was FaceTiming Elaine just from like the resort. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Shay? I just had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I respect, I guess, the bachelor's commitment to the bit where like I we all we all knew that Claire and Dale were leaving probably together. It never occurred to me 
that they would be engaged when they did because we knew it was going to be such a short turnaround. Yeah. But Chris Harrison literally says, I don't know if it was to Dale or to Claire or to both of them, but he was like, well, I think it was to Dale. He was like, well, like Claire loves you. She broke up with all the other boys, which means there is one thing left to do. Get engaged tonight. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like such like a check by like, well, we've done this. We've done that. Like, you've done that. You know, had like the, you know, the honeymoon suite or whatever. So like, here, that's where we are in the checklist. Let's go get a ring. <laughs> Like yeah that, it, it seemed so I don't know I I kind of loved how fully in on like the bachelor is all about finding love but also specifically getting engaged um so I kind of I kind of enjoyed that because it was just so so unnecessary yeah and yet they're like nope yes we're doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was insane and at first I was kind of like that's messed up for him to just be like all right
they quarantined for however long. Yeah. Number two, they were like, they weren't even acknowledged. They were just playing music in like a courtyard area that Claire and Dale basically just walked through. Like they danced a little bit, but it was between them leaving the dinner and then Chris and Bree's song played over their time in the bedroom. And <laughs> that means they were just like Chris and Bree quarantined for a three minute segment. Most of which was spent with them playing music to, I don't know, no one, the producers. <laughs> And I just, uh, this is what I, this is what I watch for, the silly, <laughs> silly things like that. This is why we aren't buying into, like, the hopeless romantic, because we're too caught up on, like, you know, yeah. oh, you know. <laughs> but also, again, it's TV. I'm sure they recorded that song 12 times. We just only saw, you know, the TV yeah. magic, you know? <laughs> so they were cute, though, and I was charmed, and it was a nice little moment of Chris and Brie. Um, yeah, it was cute. It was cute. It was weird, though, that they just played over them, like, like, they were dancing to music, normal, and then it cut to them, like, on, on like, a couch, making out, yeah. but it was still this, like, soft, like, little, like, you know, nice little love song. I was like, it doesn't match anymore. <laughs> like, cut to commercial. I'm out. I'm not invested in this. Yeah, but it was cute. That was a moment. I'll give you credit, um, Natalie. That was a moment where I was like, okay, they're cute. Like, I'm buying into this. I can see it. I, can I think so I need to pull back. I don't know. The nicest thing I will say, maybe not the nicest thing I'll say about them, but a thing I will give, like, they seem, I, do, I genuinely believe that they are like extremely into each other. Like they're the kind of couple that you look at and you could tell, like, even if you don't see the chemistry or like the conversations are like, this is really boring to me. Like when you see them together, you're like, well, you know, you're into each other. So mm. Godspeed. <laughs> They did say, I know that some of there's speculation that they maybe, you know, were in touch before the show started filming. And in the episode, Claire was like adamant. There was no communication. But next week they tease like, you know, a after the math situation with Chris Harrison. And it makes it look like they might fess up to something. Where do you guys think that conversation's going? Because I don't trust them. Yeah, I don't think, I think they're still going to say that, no, they didn't talk before, but then the promos are just going to make it look so dramatic that they're going to be like, well, and then that's it. But no, I, I don't think they're going to say that they did. I'm with Natalie. If they did, they're not going to confess to it. <laughs> they yeah. too deep. <laughs> she also I'm also like, upset that they're coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I saw the pro, like the teaser for that, and I was like, no. No more. We don't need it. But also, she swore on her dad who passed away. So, like, she better not come out and confess now. I miss that. I don't remember <laughs> her saying that. Oh my god, I take she that. Said Chris Harrison. Yeah. Oh my god, Claire. All right, so we know it's legit. Then I fell victim to their commercial preview for next week. So shame <laughs> on me. Shame on me. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back to talk more about Claire leaving and Tasha. So we talked about Claire and Dale. They're in love. Good riddance. There's a house full of guys left over at this point, and they have no idea what's going on. Chris Harrison is basically, you know, trying to navigate the situation, but I love that they had Claire walk in and break up with a room of men. Um, something I would never want to do. Yeah. Uh, I know watching that in real time was a little awkward because they were a little shocked, but how could they possibly be shocked when they've seen her one-on-one -on -one with Dale this whole time, 
in a way, I, I was hoping they would be relieved, but some of the guys were a little taken aback by the news. Um, and I know that Shay especially has some thoughts on how certain people handled the news. Um, I do. Shay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to build to that because I have plenty of time or maybe we won't, but I, I, we can get to that. I, my first reaction or my first thought was, I feel like none of the guys handled it well, where they either went in the direction of being like mad and like, I can't remember. I don't, was it Jason? Somebody like demanded that she apologize. Like you should apologize to us. And she was like, (laughs) For what? And then he also, like, didn't have a good answer. And then, like, in response to that, the other guys, it seemed like they went too far in the other direction of being, like, I think their hearts were in the right place as far as sort of saying, like, you know what, like, you found love and that's what you're here for and we're happy for you. But the way that they were articulating it was that kind of, like, almost tripping over yourself, like, if you said, like, we're so, this is, like, like, man, like, it's over. Like, (laughs) you don't need to sort of, uh, sort of be quite so, I guess, over the top with your, like, enthusiasm and, like, happiness for her, where it's, like, the whole kind of point of this is that, you know, you don't really have a shot anymore, my guy. Um, so I don't, yeah, it was, it was a strange, strange sort of, like, range of emotions where (laughs) nobody quite hit the right balance of, like, there was, like, a level of sort of, like, rightful, rightfully upset and then also rightfully like happy for her (laughs) and everybody was too far in one direction (laughs) yeah I totally felt the same way I think it was Ben he was the one that was like you know your boldness and like your bluntness and like he was like shooting his shot still and it was like come on dude (laughs) he's leaving (laughs) it was a little too much like in the beginning it was nice kind of like it was better than the other guys being mean but of just being like very mad about it but I was like okay just it's too much now like they're trying to not be painted as like a villain or just trying to get like a sweet spot for paradise or something but it was too much it was a little cringy I agree and I think you know I've tried to put myself in their shoes Uh, I don't like to lose I'm competitive I'm coming in this is a competition I can tell you right now, I'm not saying like good game to Dale, like I'm going to be sulking in the corner. I'm not going to yell at Claire, but I'm definitely not complimenting her on like being decisive. And no, that was so weird. It was such an like inappropriate response to like someone you're dating being like, I'm going out with this other guy. Like it's been real. It was so strange, but I guess also in their defense, they don't know what the next steps are. So, you know, you make a point that people don't come and go as quickly as maybe other reality shows, you know, once you get your foot in the door of Bachelor Nation, you're here to stay. So, you know, again, maybe they're shooting their shot with their producers is what they were really doing at that point. So do you guys think that Claire owed them an apology? Because she made it very clear how she felt about the apology. Um, I don't think she owes an apology about leaving early, but I think a few of the dates where she was just being extremely unreasonable, maybe an apology would be nice, but I think the, yeah, the guy, I'm trying to think who did, I think it was, like, Jay, maybe, who was, who was demanding the apology, that was just, like, come on, she's just leaving, like, just let her go, it was, it was a little bit much, I don't think that she was really too in the wrong this episode specifically, like, she was finally, you know, saying, all right, let's, let's do something here, and not just, you know, playing them around, which she had been. 
Yeah, I think she like came like very close where like last week in particular, I feel like I at least like felt like like this is like she is she is like not leading them on, but kind of leading them on and like wasting their time and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think if that had been pushed out like another week and like even probably some of the the sort of just canceling dates left and right without like much context was kind of shitty. But for the most part, I think like she, if we're going to take it this all at face value, which I think we might as well, like she didn't intend to sort of fall for Dale that quickly. And she did. And like, maybe she was like trying to sort of like trust the process and like inadvertently not paying attention to what anybody else said or inadvertently acting ways. It's like, I think we've all kind of been in sort of situations where in retrospect, your behavior is like, subconsciously much more clearer than you realize in the moment They're like oh yeah you were very clearly signaling to everyone that you did not care about like anybody else in the room mm-hmm. um so I, I don't think she owed them an apology i think maybe if it had, if it had drawn out longer she could have taken more responsibility but at this point it's like i think chris harrison or whoever because it was chris harrison that came to her first uh like called it and it was unfortunate but i don't yeah shockingly i don't think she needs to apologize. <laughs> I know there was a there was a moment I haven't been I think the kindest to Claire as a bachelorette but I think in a way it kind of humanized the situation like when people are dating you're gonna you know be dating a couple people but once you're interested in someone you move forward with them um so I think it was a really nice like touch I know it mixed up the season it's something that's Chris Harrison saying you blew up the bachelorette was a little dramatic yeah um I think if she had stayed she would have blew up the bachelorette I think leaving was a much needed change of pace and definitely where this season was headed. Um, so I don't know, I, I liked it and I'm so happy it finally happened after all these rumors this summer and like weeks of watching. Uh, so it was a nice, nice, I have closure. I have some closure in my life, which is what I've been chasing all, all I was gonna say all week, all two days this week. <laughs> some closure, yeah. Also, um, as far as like apologies and like, I think this all also gets back to like the timing of it all where it's like, we don't quite know how long exactly the guys were just like sitting there in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's fair to, I think it's unfair of them to assume that like she had any control over the timeline of when people found out things. But like she, I don't know, you guys might have to help me with the timeline. Uh, like she breaks up with them. Then Chris Harrison tells Dale, like, it's go time, guy, pick out a suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. then so a whole another day passes where the guys are just like at the pool and then the next morning chris harrison tells them that claire and dale are leaving and engaged and you know they have the opportunity for their journey to continue so i do think like and it's a long time for them to like get in their heads or whatever but also what did you think I, yeah i don't know it's, it's just it's i cannot even imagine what that situation looks or feels like but it seems like the the like the people at quote unquote fault are like whoever is managing the time and yeah it's also like how do you blame the producers of the bachelor that falls into the category of you know what you signed up for but yeah <laughs> everyone's favorite line on this show well yeah. going back to the actual engagement when dale like actually proposes chris harrison again love that man dream job but he claire is like waiting right and he comes out and he's like claire there's something we need to tell you and i was like oh my god we're gonna have another week of like 
this girl causing chaos. And all he says is, we're really proud of you. Dale, come on out. And I was like, I cannot, I have nothing left in my emotional cup right now. Like absolutely nothing. Chris Harrison, that was rude. That was rude. And I could have done without it. And they obviously got engaged and fell in love, but that, that got me for a second. I was not yeah. prepared for his tricks. Cause he did, Dale did seem a little less yeah. in, in some of the earlier scenes when like they first had their like private dinner together and like she was, they, they, and maybe it was editing, maybe it was just like, you know, how people emote, but it did seem like she was much more ready to get engaged than he was. But then he was too. And so it's like, all right, it's a classic, classic Chris Harrison misdirect there. You got us. But I was, I was like, mm, I don't know, they're getting engaged. I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't. Yeah, I think I was like 50-50 on it. Like going into the episode, I was like, okay, they're going to get engaged. But then, yeah, Dale seemed kind of iffy. And then the Chris Harrison teaser, I was like, what else could it be? Like, it has to be some type of bad news. And nope, we're proud of you. I was so bad. At that. And then once they, yeah. once you realize that like the clip of her crying. Yes. That cameraman came earlier. You're like, yeah. all right, well, we've used up that clip. So that's not about the proposal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. The whole thing. And again, I just think it's been a long week. I know there hasn't been a lot of sleep going on. I was like not following the timeline. But let's fast forward a little bit to Chris Harrison giving the guys the choice to stay or they can, he's basically like, yeah, they're gone, they're engaged, but your journey's not over. You can stay if you want. And that's basically all the direction he gives them. And they're like, uh, when do we need to decide by? Yeah. What does this mean? Anything, Chris? Anything, anything? And it kind of cuts to the guys like hanging out at the pool, like talking, you know. And I think, what is it? Jason was the one they went on the therapy date. Yeah. So Jason's like, hey, uh, Chris, I like really opened up to this girl. I don't know if I want to stay. He basically was like, please don't make me disclose anything more on national yes. television. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was rough, dude. That, that was rough. I don't blame you. Um, but it is an interesting concept that they they kind of knew the Claire situation coming into the season. Um, I don't know if I would catch feelings as quickly as they did to not be able to see this out. Yeah. Given the choice by Chris Harrison, what would each of you do? Would you stay or would you go home? I mean, I would stay. Like I quarantined in for a penny and for a pound or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> Why not? I feel like the situation could only get like either better or just more entertaining. And by that point, you're like already friends with all the guys anyway. So like, why not? Also, knowing what we know now about how long like, you know, the country's kind of been like shut down or quarantined or whatever, like you guys are living the life, like yeah. hanging out with a bunch of dudes, like don't go home that would be my advice don't go home yeah. you don't know what it's like on the outside stay, stay in the house I do think originally I was very not unsympathetic but like the idea that these men were like uh like so far so attached to Claire already that like they couldn't they wouldn't be able to move on or they like they're just you know at first I was like that like you guys have been there like a very short amount of time even by bachelor standards like and she wasn't into you at any point during that time so like how like how hard could it really be but then once you were talking actually i kind of agreed like they did have 
however many months of knowing it was her were like, this is certainly not healthy, but they probably had like, I, again, I don't know, like three months of like thinking about like, Oh, like it's going to be clear and I'm going to learn all the stuff about her. And like, you know, so visualizing it almost or like thinking about it and then they met her. So like adding on to that where it's like, I think that probably sort of amplifies any feelings versus if you just met someone totally like cold and then had known them for four days or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I need to know the timeline. Is it yeah, I know. four <laughs> weeks, like, four months? Like I wish they had a counter in the bot, kind of like a like Survivor-esque, like yeah. day 10, yes. day 12. That would be so good. That, that would help me out um, if we're still doing this next season. Um, that's my pitch for the producers to give me some timelines. Day, day 12 on the resort. Um, because yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good point though. Uh, me talking about psychological things, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But this idea of like obsessing over someone or kind of like yeah. visualizing it before they actually meet. That's a really great point, Shay. Thanks. Also brings me full circle back to the rant that I did not give before about uh, Blake, who I think is an actual psychopath. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did not like Blake for the last, I don't know, again, what is time, two episodes, whenever it was that he was like freaking out um, about whatever it was that he was freaking out about not being on the date and then like, like stalked them down and all that. And she like dodged his kiss and he was very like forward and like yeah. sort of aggressive. Yeah. He had this moment and like, he oh, just yeah. is, he lost the like creepy unnerving vibes of like these like almost like cliche evil nice guy who just like, he's so kind to you and like he likes you so much and he spent, then you like gave him five seconds of attention and now you have a stalker. And like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like the, the months that they had to like prep for this, he was like, I bought books on dementia so I could learn yes. about this. And yeah. Yes. He was so clearly, or I don't, maybe not clearly as the but like he just seemed so obsessively. And like he was also the one that I think she said broke the rules and like reached out yeah. to him for, for, for earlier, which at the time mm-hmm. she thought it was charming. And it's like, you are so like, like, I, I, I realize, like, <laughs> stalking is not a light charge to, like, throw around. But, like, he gave, like, that sort of vibe of just being, like, obsessively obsessed with being nice to her. Yeah. I don't know. It was like, a very yeah. like, you seem, you make me uncomfortable and I would feel unsafe if I was clear. <laughs> So well, he's the guy that, you know, like takes you to dinner and is you're like, okay, I'm going home. Like he feels like you owe him something. Like he, yeah. he gave Claire the time. He gave her the extra effort. He felt entitled to like have this reciprocal interest or time. And that's not how it works, bud. Like yeah. I totally agree with like the creepy, like I was nice. Therefore I deserve more time or I deserve more attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, we yeah. don't like Blake's. We don't like the Blake's. <laughs> Yeah, he was too cocky. Like, I felt like he, like, had the one good whatever. It wasn't even a date. It was just alone time with her. And then he, like, thought he had it in the bag. And it was, like, chill out. Like, you're one of 30. Like, no. And he has, like, a real crazy smile that's just, like, it looks like like he's not mad. He's just smiling yeah. aggressively at you. And it's, like, I will be very interested to see because he's he's the one that they're already sort of teasing shortlist is like not being able to like 
move on or not necessarily wanting to move on because he is so into Claire. And I, <laughs> and I mean, the research. I if he just flips a switch and is suddenly like <laughs> creepy towards uh, Deja. Um, but yeah, no, don't like, not a fan of Blake. Not a fan, but for TV purposes, how do we feel about Blake? We co- we often complain that the show has been a little dry this season, so we have some spice in Blake. Yeah, Can we give him a little credit for being entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna regret. Sure. I'm gonna regret saying that when like there's some story in <laughs> nine months where some influencer has to take out a restraining order. But for now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was glad that, like, some of the guys got mad at Claire just because it was entertaining. Like, I was like, all right, let's see how awkward this is going to be. I feel like most of the guys have been super nice so far. So it was definitely entertaining to see some of them get pretty angry. Yeah. Uh, Something that occurred to me this episode, not enough um, time with our good pal Bennett. You know, he didn't get a lot of screen time, but uh, Natalie did share in our group chat a nice little TikTok. (laughs) apparently the Harvard man himself was sliding into people's DMs on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, how funny is that? It's like, it's not even creepy. It's just like so telling to who he is. He's always trying to network. Like that's that's what he does. (laughs) Nothing about that surprised me. I was like, yeah, this this checks out. This makes sense. Not enough time on this episode, though. I did miss his. He had like one, one line, one like dad line, like "It's okay, Claire," and that was it. <laughs> so uh, I hope we see more of him next week. Uh, we will see Tasha next week. She finally made the appearance. We all universally were like, "She's so pretty" in the chat mm-hmm. uh, because she pretty. obviously is pretty, stunning. Yeah. But she has this like energy about her. Like she came yeah. out of the limo, and I was smiling. Mm-hmm. She, like she can't see me. She doesn't know why I'm excited. <laughs> Um, how do you guys feel about like Tasha finally finally being being on the show? I just love her. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure we all do. This is like a general consensus. But I, one thing that I did notice was that when she came out of the limo and was talking to Chris Harrison, just like her whole vibe is so different than Claire. Like the way she was saying, you know, like I hope that these guys are ready, you know, for a new person. And if they're not, like, you know, we'll have conversations about it. Like so open to any possibility. Whereas you know Claire, if she was the next person in and the guys weren't, you know, fully into it, she would be like, you know what, I'm just going to bed. But like Tasha came in and just had such like a clear mindset and seemed just so mature. And like you said, she has that energy, like She's always looking happy and, you know, so nice. And it seems genuine. It doesn't seem like the Claire, like, I know what I want and I'm here to get it type thing. So I'm very happy. 100%. I did not know who she was before she was, like, wrapped up in whatever season this is rumors. Um, And also was just, like, immediately charmed by how reasonable she seemed and like that line in particular when he was like how do you are you worried about them sort of still being hung up and she was like yeah but like if it's if that's a thing we'll we'll deal with it like we'll talk through it like I'm excited for this opportunity I'm you know open-minded whatever and like the fact that she was so self-aware and sort of reasonable about like the situation she was walking into I was like oh I'm already already a fan I know we talked a lot about Claire's uh maturity and like the first then Claire's first episode, I'm like, this is like so refreshing, like la da. Um so naive. Like, yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's not the case. 
I, again, we, we may see a similar thing here. I highly doubt it, but it was the same thing of just being like, oh, this, this energy is so, this maturity is so refreshing compared to like what we've been watching the last three weeks. Yeah. yeah, I almost think I could sum up this season kind of as like Claire's revenge tour. Like she came in with this chip on her shoulder, yeah. like I've been done dirty by this show. This is my season. Like I'm the captain now. I call the shots. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, it didn't necessarily come out in the most confident way. It came out in like demanding and having, you know, maybe unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. So to see Tasha come in and just smiling and poised, I'm sure it's not easy to be essentially the second choice. Yeah, And I am very confident, maybe I'm sticking my foot in my mouth here, but I'm very confident that I think if there was someone to kind of navigate the mess of this season, it is Tasha. And I hope she goes in with a level head. I hope she's fun. Um, but the teaser for the next episode made it sound like it doesn't go over well. Yeah. So I was immediately, I went from like being very charmed to like kind of disappointed or nervous for next week. I think though, Najee, get to like ah we know spoilers but we know a couple new guys are coming on Mm -hmm. so i would assume you probably lose two or three i don't know blake yeah uh, jason and somebody else that like (laughs) the stalker the man who doesn't want to have more therapy on television and like maybe another one to like round out the crew yeah Um, and then you, so I, I think I, I, especially based on the, um, we're proud of you cop out. I felt like the teaser yeah. that Chris Harrison was like, Tisha, I have something to tell you. It's just going to be like a fairly routine, like, oh, we lost three, but don't worry. We have three more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I saw that and I was like, oh, he's just saying like more guys are coming in. Like that's definitely what it was. Um, yeah, I feel like they were just trying to make it super dramatic, maybe because it goes really well and there is no drama besides the guys being like, I love Claire, gotta go, which like, okay, they're lost. Yeah, which seems like a reasonable, like, all right, you guys, you know yeah. where you're at. She doesn't want to want you to stick around if you weren't into it anyways. Like, this seems yeah. like a, a mutually agreeable thing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems we, um... I was sorry, election updates. <laughs> Crazy time in this world. <laughs> Focus on The Bachelor, as I always am. Um, no, I'm excited for next week. Excited for Tasha. The end of this Claire journey is, you know, so timely. Um, will you guys be tuning in to her GMA interview tomorrow morning, assuming it's not overturned by this election news? Like, How excited? Probably. You're so excited to see Claire and Dale again, right? Probably, but I don't want to. But also, like, if there's an article about it, I'm going to want to know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, like, probably. Oh, my gosh. It's it's exciting. Claire and Dale, I, I do think they're cute. I'm Now that they're off my television screen, I think I'm yeah. back on the bandwagon. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. And I'm hoping, you know, now that we kind of know what happened, we get the, the social media posts. Maybe we'll see them on TikTok. I don't know. I'm excited to see real life Claire and Dale kind of figure out post, you know, television relationship. Um, but I'm mostly excited for Tasha. I think we'll get that yeah, next yeah. week, right? At last, celebratory. Tasha's here. We will be watching next week. So make sure you guys tune in to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast where we recap all of Tasha's bachelorette journey. We hope you like, listen, subscribe. You can listen to us on all the major streaming platforms. And we'll catch you next week. 